Hi everyone, it's Front Row Phyllis. The award-winning Aaron Sorkin's adaptation of Harper Lee's Pulitzer Prize winning masterpiece To Kill a Mockingbird is playing May 17th through the 29th at the Nederlander Theater in Chicago. And joining us today are some of the cast, Melanie Moore, who plays Scout Finch, and Yegel Welch, who plays Tom Robinson. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, our pleasure. Absolutely. So greatest novel of all time, an American classic. Did you guys grow up reading or watching To Kill a Mockingbird? Do you remember? Yeah, I, I'll, I'll take it first, Yale, if you don't mind. Uh, I, I read the book for school and I do remember it being, uh, I think it was in middle school. I could be wrong. It could be like early high school, but I do remember um, it being something that I read and read ahead of sort of like, you know, the required reading timeline, you know, like it was like, usually those things were like, oh man, I'm reading Beowulf. Like, gosh, this is going to take forever. But it was like, <laughs> you know, I, I read it very quickly. I loved the book. Uh, so I've been a fan for a long time. Yeah. How about you, Yegel? Yeah, I uh, read it first in junior high school, I believe. And then I saw the movie when I was in grad school. Um, because I wanted to study performances of great um, African-American actors and Brock Peters played Tom Robinson in the movie and I said well let me check out To Kill a Mockingbird um, and so I was familiar with it from those two experiences first and then I ended up getting my equity card doing a touring production of To Kill a Mockingbird. Wow. <laughs> yeah, really? so, That's yeah, awesome. Yeah it's been in my life for a, a while. It was a very transformative story uh, because it um I think for me, um, it speaks to us all having a common human experience. It sort of unites cultures across different ethnicities to come together because we all see this injustice that's happening in this, in this story. Um, and, and it's always spoken um, to that. It, it breeds a large sense of communal empathy. And that's what, I, that's what I take most from it. That's amazing. You know, how does it feel to be telling the story around the country? You know, is, is the response you think different in different cities? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I, I think, uh, go ahead, Yegel. No, no, no. You were speaking. Well, I, I just saw, I'm, I always love listening to Yegel because he's so smart, mm -hmm. but, uh, I'm like, I'm like, wow, I didn't know you studied that in grad school. Um, <laughs> but I, I think that it's been interesting. I mean, we are on our fourth city right now in the tour and I think it's, there is, um, a common sort of reaction to certain things, but some cities, they have more of a reaction to things or um, like some people laugh or some people like sort of, uh, because they feel uncomfortable where other people sort of like gasp. And it's interesting because it does seem to be like whatever the first couple of audiences are, uh, those usually set what other people, how other people start responding. Uh, mm -hmm. But it has been, there has been like a slightly different response per city. Yigo, have you felt that? Uh, so, so, sort of, kind of. Now, I, I have to, I have to be candid. I'm having a dip. Melanie spends a lot more time on stage than I do, yeah. um, and so, she, and she talks to the audience, you know, so much more. And so, she's going to have more insight on it as a whole. I found it dip, because we haven't went to communities that are so far from. We, we haven't went to cities that are um, where, where thought, where political thought is, is so vastly different just yet. Where yeah. I would see anything, uh, where I would notice it. What, what I would say is, I noticed different nights. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. very different. Um, 
a Tuesday is very different than a Saturday night. A Friday night is very different than a Saturday night, ironically. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the energies of the audiences and our Sunday afternoons, you know, usually it's filled with older audiences. Mm -hmm. And then that can be a different experience. But again, Melanie has this one-on-one -on -one with the audience where she's, she's, she's best fit to answer this question um, as a whole, because um, yeah, yeah, she's, she's, she's basically the MC. <laughs> Right. <laughs> she's scout finch you know <laughs> i'm just on stage a lot you're on stage a lot they don't take you off that is for yeah. sure you know i i think it's interesting that you said that about the different audiences different nights mm -hmm. you know that you go from a friday i i never thought of that especially on a friday and saturday night because you would think that it would be so similar but yeah yeah, you would. It depends on like how much they've had to drink too. Yes. <laughs> you know, like, no. I'm not trying to be like you know funny. Sure. But it is funny, but it, you know it is true. Like if an audience is feeling like a little bit tense, like you know on like a Tuesday, like they've just they've been to work, they came straight after work, they're going to be a little bit like stiffer. They're not going to necessarily laugh as much or engage as much versus like Giggle was saying, like Saturday night, like. That is a very different night. Like they yeah. haven't had work all day. They may have had like a boozy brunch, like, mm. and they're gonna feel way more empowered to laugh, to cry, to mm. make comments, to right. yell back or, uh, you know, so it is a very interesting. And like Giggle was saying, I have a lot of relationship with the audience yeah. uh, throughout the play. So he's totally right. Like, you can really feel the different audiences um, based off of the day and city. You guys have, Giggle, what's your favorite scene? Do you have a favorite scene? There are two scenes that I that I really like. A character uh, named Dill, he, he says a line that he said that to Scout, the things you can't see are scarier than the things you can um and i just love that moment of profundity that he uh he sort of drops on scout and i watch scout analyze it and go oh that's not really um that's not really so dumb you know yeah. like um because it's true what we're afraid of is mostly the things we can't see the things we don't know about other people right. and then there's a there's another scene with um calpurnia and atticus where we get to see their relationship first uh, we get to see um, because it's not a typical uh, I guess, um, servant, um, employer relationship. They're more like family. And we sort of get to see the nuances of that. And it's kind of, it's kind of pleasant to see um, uh, because uh, by the end of the play, they sort of um, help each other grow into better people. So, and they're both just really fun scenes. Like the first act is so funny. And then Aaron Sorkin has done such a beautiful job of really lifting the audience up and then like, you know, Bring it. Uh, go into the heartbreaking stuff. So wow. your heart is like wide open and you've been filled with laughter. And then all of a sudden you're sort of like, oh, how do I pick up the pieces? And the, the characters on stage feel that ride every single night with the audience. Um, and so, yeah, I have different favorite parts every night. Right. Uh, I always, I always love the big court scenes because everybody is on stage mm -hmm. uh, and I have less to do in those moments, but um, I, I love getting to see everyone like being alive. And it's always so fun when there's a whole bunch of people on stage because, you know, some inevitably something happens and people are like, ooh, trying to catch eyes across the stage. Right. <laughs> and the energy. Yeah. Yeah. Those, I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's well, thank you guys again for joining us. And we cannot wait for opening night to kill a mockingbird opens on May 17th through the 29th at the Nederlander Theater in Chicago. 
Thank you guys. And we can't wait to see you next week. Thank you. I asked it the first time I met him. I said, Tom, they are going to ask you why you were doing chores for free for Miela Yule. Tom said, I felt sorry for her. I said, no, you can't say that. Say it looked like she could use a hand. Now, he didn't need any explanation. He knew that a Negro man can't feel sorry for a white woman. Even if he sees that she's taking care of a house and seven children with no help from her drunk and abusive father, that a simple act of compassion would be seen by this jury as an insult. We can't go on like this. We know that. So let's hasten the change. Let's hasten the end of the beginning. Let's do it right now. In Maycomb. Let's begin by restoring this man to his family. Let's begin with justice. You know what happened on November 21st. You know it. Don't do this. Let him go home. In the name of God, just let him go home. <laughs>